grand rising, everyone. Ellie coming to laugh. Spirit and coffee. Got my coffee here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I have allergies. <clears throat> so forgive me if I'm sneezing and have a runny nose and all that good stuff. Okay. Just my nose trying to eliminate whatever's in there. Okay. So let's get started. Kind of interesting. This morning, um, you know, my friend, I have, um, well, some exciting news in terms of, you know, my education, where I want to go and um, talk to some of my professors about, you know, what it is that I want to do. And part of it is understanding how to use alchemic symbols and structures in order to redesign and recreate. Now, this is something that's been lost. It Well, I won't say lost because we'll say that we have a maybe societies, we'll say, these societies that people talk about. They call them conspiracies, right? But it's not a conspiracy. There are these secret societies. They have access to these alchemic symbols that they utilize. And these symbols really kind of dictate how we operate in the world and how, and this is part of spiritual alchemy. Um, and so the exciting news is, is that we're in this new phase of the world where nobody knows what to do and most people don't understand magic. And the ones who've used it, um, they are alchemy, we'll say, um, have used it for the benefit of themselves. And so they're not going to give up their secrets or what they know so easily. In fact, they're going to fight really hard. And by them, those are the people that are within these societies that understand the spiritual alchemic process um, and have used symbology to sort of construct the way that we see the world. Um, so what's exciting is we're at this place where we understand that these structures no longer serve us. And we can see that by the way um, society is going. For instance, corporations, right? What is a corporation? Well, it's a dead entity that we breathe life into. People are starting to wake up to this, trying to understand that these corporations have no liability because they're not human, but they're the ones that are operating the world at this point. And people can stand back and say, I didn't do it. That was, you know, that's the company. It was the company. And so now, hey, LaRock, um, they're able to breathe life into these dead entities, right? Is what they do. The cool thing about what's happening right now and not so cool thing is that those structures don't hold up anymore. In fact, they've done some pretty, pretty bad things to the earth, pretty much. Um, and because a lot of these societies that were structured and created didn't honor nature. And, you know, we can go back in time, right? We can go back and we can look in history. Um, oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. I forgot today's love day. <laughs> We give today one day of love. I give love all day. It's Valentine's Day for me every day. Um, but thank you. I appreciate it. You were the first one to tell me happy Valentine's Day. So I will take that to heart. <laughs> Anywho, um, when we're looking at these societies that, that have been built and constructed, we see um, the the symbolism, as I was saying, in them. And because of that, the symbolism it has really constructed um you know what we see again today and that is really just not honoring nature um and i was watching a friend of mine send me a video right now we can go into conspiracies and blah 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 i don't do all that um because well it's important to understand what's real and what's not real 
we do know that symbols are utilized, right? We see it in our currency um, and we see it in um, the way that organizations are structured. We see it in models of, for instance, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which that whole model triggers the hell out of me all the time. Um, but we see these structures that actually show up. And these structures give us an idea of how we're going to lead. So even if you start an organization, if you started an organization, if you started, um, let's say you started a society for yourself, anything like that, we can't get out of the model of a pyramid and because we don't know anything else. And it's hard for us to be creative and think, well, how could we operate differently? We don't, some people don't even reflect and realize that that particular structure has created the damage that we have today. So we have these societies, right? So friends send me these society, about these societies and we know about them, Skull and Bones, Illuminati, all that stuff, right? But the one thing that stood out to me in watching this is that when we went back into history, we saw that the Romans actually had a ritual where they honored the sacred feminine as well and the ritual was both the feminine and masculine and honoring nature and actually was harmonious see the issue again is not that we don't have what we need to heal the planet and ourselves the fact is is that we need to reintegrate the things that were taken out and it is going to trigger some people within the religious sect because religion itself only went towards the patriarch Oh, well, they honor the mother. No, they don't. They honor the mother. They glorify a virgin. They don't glorify women in general. You know what I mean? It's this perfected image of the mother, which really comes from the idea of ISIS, which people don't really realize, you know? And so it becomes kind of hard for individuals who to see outside of or to open their mind to these new ideas. And that is why we get stuck, or that is why we are stuck within this this paradigm. And when we think about recreating, reconstructing, and understanding how to move the paradigm or the worldview into a new way of existence, it takes years. They said for uh, a certain order for their agenda to actually play out would take 200 years. Um, these political people that are working at the top and have agendas know that their agendas aren't going to play out tomorrow. You know, they construct it so perfectly that they say, well, it'll take 200 years for us to get to this point. You see, so we, and what I'm saying is we may have done the damage so much so no one knows how to do alchemy. No one, um, I shouldn't say no one, very few do. And the ones that do were actually initiated into orders. Me, not initiated. Me, I do my own alchemy. See, I'm not, <laughs> my alchemy doesn't come from another person. And that's what I'm saying. We have the ability to do that. Now, it could go very wrong very quickly if you use it incorrectly. The readings of alchemy and understanding alchemy, when you start to dig deeper into your alchemic formulas and you start to look at alchemy, it's from a spiritual perspective, right? Not from a chemist's perspective, from the spiritual perspective. When you're understanding how to work through and maneuver through this life, how to teach people, right, to overcome, remember who they are and connect to the divine, that takes strategy. But sometimes people misconstrue and, and take metaphors for reality and don't really know how, good morning, Christina, how to read through the signs. 
So we have cults that show up that totally misuse the information or go totally extremist, right? Like kill yourself, drink the purple Kool-Aid, whatever it is. When that's not really what alchemy is saying. We talk of death and rebirth, but there's death and rebirth of other things. It's not about killing ourselves so that we, we could be reborn. And so we will die eventually. And I think there's another big flaw within the system. One of the flaws being that people, um, some alchemists looking for immortality. Why? That's not natural law. That's not how the laws of nature work. Hey, Kumar, we live and we die. That's the cycle. And the death is the transformation into rebirthing into something different. Letting that natural progression of our body actually go back to where it came from. So for me, trying to understand why people want to be immortal um, is kind of not my mindset. Um, and I did have a friend said, that's what every alchemist wants. And I'm like, I don't think so. It's not what I want. I would never preach immortality. The immortality comes from the fact that we will transition into another phase when we, when we pass on. What happens? Well, people have died and said what happens to them. And the accounts are the same for individuals who have flatlined or died, right? People who have gone to what they call the other side. Um, but we don't know until we actually go through it, you know, and we allow ourselves to live this life first and then transition into the next phase. It's like a butterfly. They transition into different phases. And we have deaths and rebirths all the time. So. I wanted to bring that up because the symbology and alchemy is critical and you're going to start seeing it more and more more and more individuals are going to start seeing how alchemy um, is played out. Now, for us to transition into something, um, the next what I see the next phase of consciousness, because right now consciousness is stagnant. People don't know where to go. And that's because people don't understand alchemy and symbology and how critical it is to do that to transition whole societies the reintegration of the sacred feminine well people say well what does that mean it's not just conceptual it's not just us thinking about it that's part of it but because we need narratives and we need symbols that show us how it works and operates to create structures around it until we do that we're going to be lost in the shuffle you know, these old systems, and we're just going to keep repeating the old system. So, you know, humanity will continue to create the same patterns until, who knows, until we are doomed to <laughs> kill ourselves off, which is kind of what we see is happening in the world, right? Not, don't want to be the bearer of like this somber bad news, but there's an opportunity for us to wake up and recognize our magic. That's the key, magic. Now, people, well, magic is, you know, scary, whatever. No, sorcery is scary. Sorcery is manipulation, and we're under the guise of sorcery anyway. So what are you afraid of? They've already done it. <laughs> we're already under a spell, right? We're already under somebody's sorcery. They've already constructed the, the design and the, the foundations in which we actually live under already. And so now, how do we transition? Well, people are lost. They were never taught. 
um, they were put under this spell and taught this particular way of looking at the world. And it has left us to not really discover or understand how to utilize the imagination, which is where magic happens. Our imagination is our tap into our magic. Our imagination is what helps us to co-create with the divine. So when you're in sleep or when you're sleeping, you are in co-creation, right? Symbols show up. The worlds that you construct within your dreams, where did they come from? Well, they're symbols. They're symbols, right, that are happening in the subconscious mind, in the unconscious mind. And those symbols have meaning. People who write their dreams and understand the symbology behind it have um, more creativity within the waking world. So right now, people are so scientific that they can't come up with something new. They don't know how to reconstruct. And we are in a state of confusion. People are saying, well, what's next? How do we design? What do we do? And they're trying to come up with these constructs. The problem, though, is that they're trying to come up with these constructs within a system that's already been created, which won't allow for it. It's not going to allow for the space. And those who understand the structures and the symbols that have created what we see today and how we operate are not going to let go so easily. Because they understand that reintegration of something means that they've got to let go of their way. By who? The governments, of course. The government itself was structured specifically, designed specifically for a purpose. Wasn't just randomly put up there. It was carefully thought out. Just like we need to start to use our alchemy. And, and so those that are alchemists, spiritual alchemists and truly um are are understand sacred geometry have um taps get downloads that's what's needed right now how do we reintegrate and restructure and how do we get individuals to start to understand to do this and work together not in secret because that's what we've been doing we're going to repeat the same shit because humans man we don't i don't think we learn ever at this stage in fact, there's the idea of um, reading in this one book that I have, which is a powerful book, talks about how humanity in this dense world never learns. It's a, it's a cycle. We'll just continue doing it over and over again. There's even a movie about it, a show, and I forget, it was called 300, The 100, I can't remember, something like that. I watched the whole show and I actually enjoyed it, where the uh human race uh, so they they blew up the earth and all the radiation killed all the people but some people were able to get on a plane and a jet or whatever and go up into outer space and live up there until the earth healed itself and they were able to come back down to earth well um at the end of the day um, they went from planet to planet and all this stuff, of course, sci-fi. But regardless, the, the the plot being, these individuals repeated the same patterns over and over again. They and and even at the end, they they didn't get they didn't get it. I think a few got it, <laughs> and everybody else didn't get it. Like we need to stop fighting with each other. We need to stop the war. We need to, you know. But it just kept on over and over again. 
and they kept killing people and fighting over land and fighting over resources and fighting. And that's what we do. It just keeps repeating over and over again. We never stop. You'll have people who wake up and are saying and saying, stop doing this. Um, and those people last and then they go away and the storyline goes on and on and on again. So I'm here to say that we, I believe I have hope for humanity that people will wake up and eventually we can work through this and, you know, there'll be survival of our species along with others. But I just don't know that that's a possibility. I don't want to say that I give up hope on humanity, but I will say that most people don't even give a shit about this. Let's just say the majority of the population will not even look into spiritual alchemy. How many people, even right now, I think there's one person on here, one person to, to join the spiritual alchemy and coffee live session. And it ebbs and flows, right? But there's very few that will stick and daily, you know, it's a daily thing. So kind of funny they were talking about, you know, Newton and stuff. And these characters that sh showed up in history, um, who drive me nuts because it's like why you know it's their way of seeing the world it's their alchemy but they were alchemists that's what they did and people just don't know that and they look at how they impacted and influenced the world we're still talking about Newton today we're still talking about Einstein today we're still talking about Carl Jung today I mean, the list goes on and on. And guess what? They were all alchemists. Now, there's this other saying, we shouldn't put that much um, magical power in the hands of a man. The only reason why I would say that to be true, because we all have magical powers, is that women understand nature a little bit more than men. Why? Because we, we have the ability to carry life within us. We have menstruation. So women with this power stay grounded and connected to nature itself. We, the cycles, right, of, of bleeding out the sacred blood that we have, that we give. Our blood is sacred, right? We talk about blood all the time. Well, well women are sharing their blood with the earth all the time. And then one point when we're finally old and we don't have to share our blood, we keep it. Right? That's called menopause. <laughs> and then we don't have to share our blood with the world. But we, we do. We share our blood. We share our vessel. And we share our bodies with another being inside of us. We hold the potential for life to grow in us. Our magical powers are greater because of that, because we have the ability to stay connected to earth, to nature. So what's happened is the magic has been put in the hands of man. And it was ripped from the hands of women, right? They took it away from us. They said, oh no, you're a witch, you're this, you can't, we're going to burn you, the witch trials. I mean, there's all of this stuff that happened to women, women that were powerful, who were utilizing their magic, utilizing their alchemy, spiritual alchemy, to give back to the world. 
wasn't evil. They were honoring the great mother. They were honoring nature and, and the natural law that unfolds around us. You see, natural law is part of everything we have. It's an unfolding of events. It's an emergence. And we can participate with that, but we're now having an impact on that and we're trying to manipulate it and at a detriment to who? To ourselves. We're not hurting anything else but ourselves. Well, we are hurting other animals too. That's not true. We are hurting the planet as well. Instead of living in harmony with nature, we think we have dominion and we don't. <laughs> and that dominion idea came from what? It came from man. It was a flawed idea in man that we should have dominion over everything. No, we shouldn't have dominion. We should have partnership with things because we are part of it. Our body is built from the very things that we think we have dominion over. You are what you eat. The way your body is constructed, every particle, every piece of matter, our iron in our blood, we didn't create that. How can we have dominion over that? We don't. Nature does. Natural law, the universe, whatever you want to call it, God. And it's not even dominion. It's more like creative expression. But the mindset hasn't changed. And the mindset can't change. And why? Because the alchemy that was put in motion is broken. It's half, it's a half of the story. They took out those rituals where, where women were honored and it became very male dominant. And we see that women weren't allowed to understand quote unquote, the ancient secrets. Don't give it to them. They have to be left out. And all these societies that were created, oh, well, we don't allow women to be a part of that. Sorry. It's all men. Oh, we do, but there's certain things they don't know, right? So in other words, when we reintegrate women back in, when we start to understand that we have to co-create together, it wasn't just this person and then that person and oh my god we're totally separate things no we are in unison together we co-create together in fact we can't create life but together men and women have to come together in a dance right and then when they do that dance a new life is born that doesn't get done alone even because people will say well you know men um you know, they have sperm banks, whatever, but it doesn't matter. You still need the semen of a man, right, in order to get pregnant. So there is this co-creation. It's a co-creative thing. It's not a one single thing. So it's not one is higher than the other or one has dominion over the other. Both are together in co-creation. Women, though, are connected more to the earth and to nature because we hold the potential for life. How could we have missed that? We missed the mark completely, and it's, done, it's been a great detriment to humanity. We missed the mark by saying, oh, man is, is whole, man, just man holds dominion over everything. Really? 
Even women. Really? You came from your mom. You didn't come from a man. You came from a woman, right? You came, and not even woe man, right? You came from a, a goddess. So <laughs> you've got to understand that the storyline even sounds a little bit kind of ridiculous when you think about it. That we were created from man? No, man came out of the womb of a woman. But the storyline's different. And it will, when you go back in history and you read the books, right? They say, oh, a, a, a rib was taken. And I'm not trying to degrade. I love Christianity. I love all of that, right? I still do. But when we think about it and we think about how nature works, that doesn't even seem plausible. What happened is women had man. We bore. We are the holders of creative potential and energy. The storyline and the narrative has to change. In order for us to heal, we need to remember that. We need to honor that. And we're starting to see the storyline change little at a time. We're seeing more and more women um, and usually the phoenix is kind of the big um, theme right now. The rise of the phoenix out of the ashes, right, comes the phoenix. Um, depicted in a lot of these storylines where they're saying, yeah, we made women look bad. We made women look like they were evil if they were practicing magic. They, they were witches. Really, all we were doing was honoring nature and remembering where we came from. That we came from the earth itself and that the earth is our mother too. And that we cherished and honored it and we were made wrong for that and then we went totally patriarchal and the patriarch said oh guess what we don't care about the mother let's just take her and rape her and we're just going to take all the trees down we're going to displace whole tribes we're going to start drilling for oil we're going to do all these crazy things and not give honor back to the earth and you have people like at Standing Rock, right? You have all these people, these water protectors, these people who are trying to protect these cultures that had honor for the matriarch, honor for the sacred feminine, trying to hold steadfast to protect, to say, no, you cannot do that. You see in indigenous cultures, when they go out and they, they get from the earth, they get what they need. They don't get more than they need. They don't hoard. They say a prayer before they take. They give thanks. And then and then they use it for what they need, but they don't take more than they need. And that great circle of life continues. But right now we're in a very, very, we're starting to see <laughs> the repercussions of what was done in the recent past and how they misused alchemy. It's a misuse. And you will see that alchemy is going to continue to surface because what we need right now is a way to reintegrate um, some of the stuff that was taken, not some of the stuff, the stuff that was taken out of the narrative and what was taken out of the design and the structures and reintegrate it back in. We need a new narrative. We need new symbols. We need to reintegrate. Will it happen? Probably not overnight. And some people may not 
even be listening or understanding this. Every 20 years from now, people will come on here maybe and say, oh, okay, yeah, that girl, Natalie, yeah, whatever she was saying or whoever's talking right now, there's a few more. There's, I'm not the only one, right? We're, we're starting to awaken, but no one knows what to do. Well, the people who've been studying alchemy and are alchemists, spiritual alchemists, we can see it clear as day. I said about four years ago, something was going to happen. I knew it. Did I know exactly how it was going to play out? No, but I kept saying it. And I kept saying, wake up, wake up. Come on, people, let's wake up. You know, and after a while, it becomes exhausting. <laughs> so you do, you just, you talk to the, the couple of people that show up and hope that they perhaps something, uh, some epiphany overcomes them and that they integrate it back into their life and they start to recognize, oh yeah, I see now. I see that we've done damage and that something's got to change or we're going to continue on the same path. And is it too late? I don't know. That I can't tell you. I don't even want to prophesize what I think. I don't even want to say what I think. I actually do think something, but I'm not going to say it because I'd rather not utter the words. I have hope. I hold hope for the fact that humanity can wake up. But if we look at the past, it's not the case. We continue to, to do the same thing over and over. We're just, this, this place is too dense. And there's ways to look at it through an alchemic perspective of why humanity keeps playing the same things over and over again. They say it's karma, place of karma, but it's also a place of great density. We are very dense um, material. And, you know, because of that, our thought patterns, we can't rise above the, our own thought patterns. We can only think with our senses and you know, the way that our brain is constructed and, and we can't rise above it. We have to, we have to get above the narrative. We have to look at what's actually happening and look at the patterns that are happening as well. You know, it's like fractal patterning, right? There's a fractal pattern within the human psyche. What does that look like? Well, when we're in the chaos, it looks like war, right? It looks like destruction and, and breaking things down and tearing things down and then we start to see this pattern of reconstruction, which are new structures and designs. We'd say, you know, there's different eras where they reconstructed and deconstructed. But at the end of the day, what is it? It's the same patterning over and over again. It's not like it's, you know, that's why people want well, profit. You're not really a prophet. You're just like saying, yeah, it's the pattern of humanity. And we can preach all day love and kindness, but how much is how much are we really practicing it in, in the hearts of those who really matter yeah the loving kindness is great and 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 gandhi would say we could stop whole wars doing that but how many people practice it he was one in how many no people are they're making nuclear we're right now designing there's troops i mean think about it there's troops they're we're doing the same thing we're not changing Let's have nuclear warheads. Let's do it for what? Like, what are you doing? Like, I swear, I want to be in a room with those people and be like, are you serious right now? Like, who has the bigger bomb to kill? Like, you're okay with just bombing people? Like, that's something you're just okay with. 
well, no, I'm not okay with it. Then why are you creating the weapon? Like the thought is in your head. You wouldn't create a weapon to kill somebody unless you thought about killing somebody. Like, I'm not going to go get a gun. I don't want a gun. I would never have a gun because in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to think about killing somebody. Like, I, I'm not going to kill. I can't even step on a cockroach and I don't even like those things. It grossed me out, <laughs> but I'm not going to kill it. Like, that's not a thought. It's part of nature. Like, let it die by itself naturally. Like, that's the order of things. It's going to die someday. It's not going to hold that physical form forever. But why should I intrude? Who am I to intrude and smash it? <laughs> but no, we do it with whole human beings. We're like, yeah, and guess what? We have weapons that are so powerful, it'll wipe everything out. Like, who's proud of that? Really? Like, you're proud of that? Like, you think that's awesome? I don't think that's awesome at all. I think it's reckless and, and immature, right? And that's probably a judgment. I know it's a judgment. I'm going to put it out there. I'm judging right now. <laughs> but think about it really, realistically. If you just put it in that sense, like whoever thought that was a good idea that we could just blow everything up, like who are we to just think that that's okay? Somebody thought of it. Somebody thought it was okay. And there's people right now that are like, I'll push the button. Really? Like, you're okay with just destroying everything? All right. I don't get it. Not my psyche. That's fine. Obviously, people have to hold that psyche in this particular three-dimensional time space because that's the way it is. We can't deny it. <laughs> people are that crazy that they think this way. They created guns and weapons. And why? All because of the alchemy. It's all based in alchemy, spiritual alchemy, and a misuse of it. So now we have to transition back, right? Let's see what Christina says. Good morning. All we need is one but each other at the same time. I can't do life on solo. I mean, I feel like we have more empathy because it was taught to men that empathy equals weakness growing up. Yes, I separate my religion from my spirituality. I feel like there's so much more out there than one version of God that works for people. I think everyone is concerned about raising their own defenses. Scary, I know. So, yes, um, empathy is a big one right now and kindness. If people could just be kind and empathetic, we, things would change around. They, I, it would turn around like, well, what's the big magic trick? Well, the big magic trick is, yeah, empathy and kindness, and love, and that's really it, and allow people to go through their dark emotions or uncomfortable emotions without making them wrong for it, and let them process it fully so that they can balance out and learn how to self-regulate their emotions, because people don't know how to self-regulate emotions, that's the thing, it's like, I can't have what I want, well, I'll just blow you up, that doesn't, that sounds like a child, right, like a child would say that, like a rational adult that is able to self-regulate the internal psyche or the internal stuff that's coming up, the anger, the frustration, the that's not yours. That's, I mean, our entire system is built, think about it, it's built on childish behavior. Yes, there's a lot of judgments in my podcast today. I usually don't do that, but today there is because it is. 
it's child doesn't it sound childish like self-regulate how hard is it to self-regulate and say you know what's probably not a good idea i'm angry right now but i'm not going to go blow up things <laughs> and something a child will do with a temper tantrum i didn't get my way so now i'm going to go and get revenge because i can't self-regulate the fact that i don't need to have everything and that i'm taken care of and have everything i need no i need to have more and I need to more and more and more and more and more and bigger and better. Crazy. I mean, when you take it down to that psyche, to that little, you're just, for me, I'm just scratching my head saying, wow, really? Are you sure? Hey, Tillian. It's interesting to me, but this is how people behave. We cannot deny it because we see it. And this is the reality we live in. Can we change the reality? Perhaps it'll take a very small amount of people because that's what we'll start with, a very small amount of people. It's not millions of people right now running to this show or to a show on spiritual alchemy, maybe pop culture stuff, right? Where they, to me, it's just total misdirect anyway. But, you know, pop culture is starting to shoot up with alchemy and all these things. Um, and they do it in a pop culture way. But are they still misusing it? Probably. I would look at it and be like, oh man, they're totally misdirecting people. They're making it flashy. It's not flashy. It's not fun. It isn't a flashy thing. Going through these processes isn't easy. It's not a glamified way of living. It's You go through some dark times. You have to go through the darkness, right, to get to the light, to understand. And so there are hard times when you do alchemy, when you were spiritual alchemist and you apply it to your life. Not an easy process. So people aren't just running to do it, but there are a few, very few, <laughs> that are actually committed to the work and the process of doing the work, not just some magic pill they take. But you got to kind of say the matrix was kind of bad in that way because it did kind of give you a magic pill. But, well, no, I guess it wasn't. That's true because when you woke up, you had to face reality too. So never mind. I'm late. <laughs> so again right when we're looking at that and so there is no magic pill it's not easy and most people are so taken by <coughs> the entertainment world excuse me they take by the entertainment world has taken everybody and and you have people talking about things that are I don't want to say that they're meaningless because they have meaning to those people, but they're not helping us to sort of move in a direction that's going to help heal the planet and us and our psyche and the crazy shit that we created and the mess that we've made for our future generation. So very few people are, they're scratching their heads. You know, we even have professors that, you know, we usually look to academics for that stuff. They too don't know there's trying to figure it out I mean they're trying to understand and they don't talk about alchemy it's like don't talk about alchemy in academia why because they understand that it's powerful and it'll really break down systems they're trying to break systems within systems and <coughs> excuse me I apologize as one of my professors told me, Dr. Martin, one of my favorite people ever, 
said you can't bite a virus with a virus. It does no good to try to break the system up within the system. In fact, I was just watching a video this morning on, on um, you know, those orders, secret uh, orders, and the Illuminati apparently was trying to do that. And guess what? <laughs> Didn't go so well for them. <laughs> they ended up having to flee, and they would have been killed if they would have been found practicing their practices and their rituals, sentenced to death. Because they were trying to destruct the the system within the system. That's not what's needed. Now, people will argue, and you're going to have scholars right now who are trying to um, work and deconstruct the system. That's not going to work. In my personal opinion, it won't. Um, you're not going to get very far. What's needed is for us to recognize the system we're swimming in. We need to understand the, the water that we're swimming in. And when we understand and we can get above that water, right, the consciousness, and we can start to see and work with the unconscious mind to recreate new structures, then we'll be on a good track. Not working within the systems. We can educate about anti-oppression and anti-racism all day long and equity and all that. Guess what? It doesn't matter because the structure wasn't designed for that. And therefore, we're not going to get very far. People that are in those models are not going to say, oh, guess what? Now we're not going to be a hierarchy in this company. The CEO is stepping down and now is uh, going to be a peer with you. That's not going to happen. I think they're going to give up title. I mean, we got to be realistic about this. We still have a hierarchy no matter what. And it doesn't matter how nice in the hierarchy. We can say, yeah, well, the CEO is great and all this. Okay. And they are. They might be. The top of the chain may be awesome. But guess what? We're still operating within that structure. The paperwork. The way that we report. All of it. It's the same thing. It's a system that was designed. The system itself is operating as a human. So the humans don't even matter anymore. We've got to look at the structures. And the structures are never going to be designed for this equity. In fact, it's never going to work. I don't care how much you try. You've got to change. The structure has to align with the idea. And it doesn't. And that's why it's been so hard. That's why we see in these people that we're talking about equity and then they go to their boards and their boards are like no we're not going to do that why because it means that we have to change the entire structure well no one even knows how to change the structure it may they may want to but they don't even know how have we even been provided a new structure you can there's people trying to create new structures that takes an alchemic spiritual alchemic process that's sacred geometry we need to reintegrate because once we do that, now we have a different system. But we can't even think outside that system because we have been educated this way for so long. We have had to participate this way for so long that people don't have the creativity to move outside of that structure. And we just keep recreating those structures over and over and over again. Even in the governments, let me tell you this, and I'm going to give you a little hint. In the background, Okay, and this will be the last thing I say in the background. There are people who are creating their own governments. Okay? 
And when I start to look, right, I have friends who be like, oh, you can be part of this and that and the other. And I listen to them and I'm like, how is that any different from what we have? It's not. <laughs> You're just, it's the, okay, the best example for me is the Hunger Games. Have you ever watched the Hunger Games? Look at the Hunger Games. This lady comes in acting like she's going to change the whole system. She, we need something new. The Hunger Games have gone on. We suffered. We've been underground. Da, 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 da. And Katniss, right, the, the main character, whatever, goes to kill the old, uh, whoever he was, the prime minister, we'll call him. He wasn't that, but, you know, the president or whatever. And she realizes that, no, they're just creating the same patterns. Nothing's changed. So what does she do? She shoots her arrow to the lady who it was going to be in charge or whatever. Same thing. You see these governments that people are creating in the background and everybody's so happy to be a part of they're the same structure. People can't see outside of it. They don't know how to. It's like the fish swimming in the ocean. The fish don't know they're swimming in an ocean. And we're swimming in it. So how do we fix that? Well, it's going to take you tapping into your subconscious unconscious mind healing the subconscious that way you can get through to the unconscious mind where imagination and creativity exist we need creativity we need people to understand how to be creative again we're very logical and we're very scientific and we're very good at that that's not what's needed here and that's why people can't get past the story because they're so stuck in the left brain they don't know how to get out of it they don't know how to tap into the imagination. All the magic's been sucked dry. Guess what? You are magical. Guess what? You have imagination. And it's going to take that for us to get out because we need new structures, not new governments <laughs> that are created on the same exact structure. That doesn't even make sense. We're just going to repeat it. So for me, I'm like, no, I'll just do my alchemy by myself. Doesn't mean I'm not part of or intertangled into the alchemy. But will or could I have individuals that say, yeah, that model works. Now, there are people who are redesigning, structuring new models. One of the models that I see, and I will give you an example, is like network marketing okay network marketing it's still not good it's not the best but it's a process it's a way to redesign and restructure the way we do business the way we operate in the world but not fully you see it's a partial integration where it says everybody has their own way of climbing up the ladder but there's still a hierarchy there so the hierarchy doesn't work and so people can't sustain it we need sustainable models that can build capacity and heal the planet together and until that happens we are going to be faced with this crazy mass extinction that we might have to go through or the future generations so i invite you to um really really start to think about this read into spiritual alchemy um, I was going to read today in the Emerald Tablet, Alchemy for Personal Transformation. Um, but, you know, sometimes I just go off. 
and that's what I did today. So hopefully this is helpful. Um, and really you guys, I, it, you have it within you. You guys are powerful. You know it, you feel it. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't stay on this long if you didn't feel it. Something inside of you feels it, knows it. And go with that. Your magic is in you. That connection to your creativity and to the sacred and to the divine is in you. You have it. Now you just got to cultivate it. The world needs that right now. If our species is to survive, they need us to be able to do that. Because we're the ones focusing on it. Nobody else is. <laughs> the majority of the population is not. <laughs> they're just hoping that things will get better or go back to the way they were. And they're not going to. It's not going to. Nothing is going to ever be the same. It's time for a new narrative, a new dialogue, and new structures. Okay? So there you go. Have the most magical <laughs> after all that magical magnificent marvelous miraculous monday ever and oh happy valentine's day for those of you who actually care about valentine's i personally don't uh holidays are not a thing for me i do like christmas only because of the music but you know and the trees again symbols of alchemy um but, you know, for those of you who are love bugs and care about love, I do all the time. I think every day is Valentine's Day, right? We should all be giving hugs and love every day. Um, but lots of love to you guys today. And, of course, I will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.